Hey everyone, this is Mike Andes, and you're listening to episode 136 of the Business Bootcamp Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about scaling the unscalable. We're talking about guerrilla marketing. It's going to be good. It's not going to be long, but it's going to be good. I can promise you that. Now, if you haven't listened to the last week's episode, episode 135, right before Christmas, you're going to want to make sure you do that. It was essentially a live call that I had with someone and was able to you'll hear live and in person what I kind of did on just with 30, 40 minutes uh, with someone I'd never heard of their business before and we're hopefully able to help them a little bit. We recorded a few of those and I think next week we'll put one more on and it was a lot of fun doing those live calls. So maybe next month we might have another five live callers and uh, so keep your head out and keep your eyes out for that. So a lot of things going on on this side of the world for me and it's kind of exciting because uh, you know that I did launch the Landscape Business Course a few months ago. And we've kind of been plotting along with that, adding to that, creating more uh, material, landscapebusinesscourse.com. And so uh, what's cool, though, is that we just recently got onto uh, we're, we're the number one search result if you put in Landscape Business Course as well as la- uh, mowing business course and uh, lawn care business course. So Pretty excited about that. I think long care business course where we could we have some room to grow. I think we were only we were third or fourth actually, but we were first on the other two uh, search terms, and so that's a lot of fun. And kind of in the position I was hoping to be in going into spring. I think that's when we'll get a lot of people signing up when people are starting the their business and things. So I'll keep you updated on that. I had a few people ask me if uh, for an update as far as how that's doing. It's doing pretty good during the winter though. Like for our business, it gets really slow. So obviously with the uh, the holidays and new year and all of that things slow down a little bit so like we canceled one webinar last week and if you in just in case you haven't wanted to sign up for a webinar and thursdays don't work for you that's when we usually have a webinar uh we are going to be having one on saturday the 7th of january so head on over landscapebusinesscourse.com if that's of interest to you also another announcement next week we're going to be starting two podcast episodes per week uh, a lot of you have been asking for daily. I just don't have the time for that right now. Uh, I wish I could. Uh, but we will be starting with two episodes per week starting next week. And we're going to do that at least for the next three months. Uh, that's just because uh, FreshBooks is going to be, they ask for at least two per week. So that's going to be fun. And I'm looking forward to that. And like I said, I think we're going to mix it up with some live calls and maybe get some interviews. I have some. Uh, some of my business friends is from Seattle and stuff that I think would be great interviewees and I'd even I'm gonna see if I can even get down there live and uh, do an interview with them so we'll see about that so but today let's talk about uh, this uh, this question that came in via email and it comes from uh, who it is funny because I was actually supposed to call uh, this individual who left the question, uh, but because they had won last week, last week they were one of the first uh, callers, I mean registrants for the, the free live calls. So um, I had tried to set up a call for them, but it didn't work out. So uh, he ended up just re- uh, replying via email and sent this question, and it comes from Dave. And Dave has a, a, a business called northeastedible.com. So let me go ahead and read this through, and we'll see if we can uh, help Dave with any of his uh, with his question here. I wouldn't probably usually pick this as a question to have on the podcast. However, uh, I was wasn't able to get through to Dave um, when he won the and he won the call. So I wanted to make sure this got answered in some way or shape or fashion. So Dave, here we go. Uh, he did. He just talked about uh, not being able to connect with the 
via calling. So he says, my basic question is, all right, my basic question is, I am just starting an edible plant and tree nursery on the side. As a part of that, I do fruit tree pruning, mostly dormant pruning over the winter, but some summer pruning as well. My question is, what is the best way to reach potential customers? Most of my customers have been homeowners with a few trees, but I have also done a few small homes or homesteads with 30 to 80 trees. I have posted ads on Craigslist and local organic farming websites with moderate success. He had, uh, Dave says he had about 20 customers last year. I also asked for referrals with half off a summer pruning for a referral of a new customer. I only prune fruit trees, so it's a very small niche, but I feel like there's a demand for it as more and more people around here are planting fruit trees in their backyard. I know your business is also service-based, so I figured you probably have some insight I haven't thought of yet. Hope to talk to you later today. Thanks, Dave. All right, so Dave, first of all, sorry we couldn't connect via phone. Uh, I I got really busy that day, and so I wasn't able to give you a call back. But um, let's see here. So, so yeah, the first thing that kind of popped into my mind, and this is what I want to talk about today, is scaling the unscalable. And uh, it's, it's, it's a term thrown around a lot, and I think it will become more popular as social media and the internet and digital marketing has become so popular. It's It becomes more and more of a question of is your marketing, is your business plan scalable? And obviously that's something that you want to be interested in if you want to grow nationally or get a huge uh, following or customer base. And so when we talk about things like social media sites like Google, Facebook, um, Snapchat, Instagram, like they all started as a small business and scaled very quickly because they're a tech company. And so I think in the world of tech companies in Silicon Valley and startups and venture capital, scaling is huge is a huge thing and, and asking the question will it scale is 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 very important. And so I'm not trying to diminish that fact that that question is important. In fact, in our business, even with lawn care and landscaping, we're constantly asking the question, at least I am uh, on based upon the decisions we're trying to make for the company, I'm constantly asking myself, will it scale? Will it scale across you know, two or three offices? If we go outside of our county, will it scale across our state? Would this scale across the country? Even if that's not my intention, I'm still asking the question, will it scale? And so I'm not saying anything bad about thinking like that. I'm just bring a different perspective this morning I mean this evening or today for um, the podcast listeners out there I think it's important for small businesses especially especially if you aren't tech related because if you're tech related yes scaling is easier than if you have a shop where you have retail or if you have a service-based business that you go and cut trees like for Dave for instance or have a nursery and things so there is a difference um, and so what I want to talk about today might be more more pertinent, more, uh, more like more important for someone that has a business such as mine or like Dave here who has trimming trees. So, uh, the question, the question of scaling the unscalable really comes down to this. And that is how much work are you really willing to put into it? How much are you willing to grind? How much, how much are you willing to really, really go out there and get work done? And what I mean by that is, is like, for instance, Dave, like my advice to you literally would be to go around, go drive through your town and your neighborhood and your your demographic where you're trying to like get customers and look for people who have fruit trees. 
Like, yes, you could do marketing. You could do online marketing. You could do Google AdWords. Yes, you could do Facebook ads. Yes, you could you could um, you could do advertising on other sites around organic farming and fruit uh, pruning or fruit you know tree service or whatever. You could do all of that. Uh, but I think scaling the unscalable, like a lot of people say, well, driving around looking for customers is not the most scalable thing in the world. Yes, you are correct. Um, I will give you that. <laughs> but sometimes scaling, you're able to start off there and develop that customer base. And for instance, let me give an example. Right now, our company is doing the exact same thing. So right now, December, January is kind of slow months for us in our lawn care landscaping and materials business. So what I'm doing is I'm trying to train up one of our guys to do what I'm calling, I just made this up a few weeks ago, calling like blind commercial estimates. And what I mean by that is we are creating full out contracts and estimates for these commercial jobs we are creating them and then we're going to send them with an introduction packet all about our company and stuff and along and we'll, we'll hand deliver those with cookies for their entire office staff and so you look at that and say well how is that scalable like first of all we got to go there without the promise of a job or even being asked to be there we're going to go there we're going to create an estimate we're going to send that to the office they're going to create a customer profile we're going to print that off we're going to make these introduction packets with you know nice paper and cardboard outlining and all of that and get those printed and then then we're going to make cookies like homemade cookies and we're going to deliver those to the office staff for the property management companies that manage these big apartment complexes and condos and retirement centers and all of this. Like how is that scalable? And it's not. It's not scalable to drive around and do all of that work without a huge return on investment as far as percentage of accepted estimates. Like we're gonna do, pro- we're, we like today for instance, we did I think like 12 or 13 of these apartment complexes and retirement centers and commercial big properties. Created the estimates, drove around, me and another guy in the truck, like you know, 30 minutes away. Like, like So it's today just in labor and like driving costs, I've probably spent a couple hundred dollars getting these done. And then, then the office staff has to do the, the make the estimate. And then we got to send the estimate and then take cookies and drive it again to their office. Like that's just not scalable. Uh, but if you look at a lot of the larger companies like Airbnb and all these massive tech companies that are, uh, the reason I'm talking about Airbnb, I just, I just heard an article about them. Uh, but when they first started Airbnb, they actually went to the houses of the people that were putting postings of their bed and breakfast on their, on their website. They actually went like physically to these places in New York and helped them take pictures of their property and their room and all of this and they began to learn firsthand what their customers were experiencing. That was not scalable. It was not scalable to visit every single house, talk to every customer, have coffee with them, talk about their business. Like that's not scalable. But it solidified and made their business so like made their product so hard and like they knew their product they they had experienced it firsthand they really knew their customer and they knew the people that were going to be using the site and what they wanted and because of that they created a very successful business that's worth over 20 billion dollars today and so today obviously that's not their marketing approach to go to every single house and experience and help them make more better pictures of their property like that's not their their marketing plan anymore. However, for small businesses, regardless of whether you're tech or your service-based business or your mowing lawns or your cutting trees or your 
cleaning out gutters, like it doesn't matter what you're doing, scaling the unscalable, taking something that typically no one would do because it's seen as a waste of time or because it's not generating money or generating profit, going and visiting your customers, visiting their property, getting like boots on the ground is so incredibly important when you're trying to start a business. And the reason I said it all comes down to how much you wanna work and how much you wanna grind, because guess what? The return on the investment isn't huge as far as like dollars per hour. It's not, there's no easy way for me like, okay, if I go out today and I spend 10 hours getting 20 estimates for these big commercial contracts and I send those to the, um, the office and they spend hours making the estimates and creating the contracts, printing those off, making folders, and then we make cookies and we take those to the office. Like, And there's no way for me like, okay, I'm gonna make $50 an hour, or like our our labor rates are between like you know $50 to $100 an hour. Like, there's no way for me to track that and say like these the, like I'm making money on these trips. Like for all I know, all 12 or 13 of the contracts that I made today aren't gonna get anywhere. People are just gonna consume the cookies, consume the literature and the the information packets, and consume the estimate, and I'm essentially gonna lose all my money that I invested into making that marketing material. Yes, that's very possible. I don't think it's gonna happen. I think one or two will respond back and one of them will uh, become a client and pay thousands of dollars over the course of a year. But the, th- the whole point here is that's why p- most people will not do this guerrilla type marketing. They won't go out and get the boots on the ground because it's not a, a way, it's not an easy way to track the money that they're going to make or not make. Like it's very difficult to do that. And so I think if you're starting your business, guerrilla marketing as it's termed as you know kind of outside the traditional online marketing digital marketing print marketing like guerrilla marketing is something that's kind of out of the ordinary most people wouldn't do it but i think by the way for you watching youtube i'm wearing a state farm hat puma hat but nothing i'm not sponsored by state farm or anything but what i was saying here is the the whole point is that most people just don't have the the guts, the grind to go out and do this to put the work in. They don't have they don't have the the wherewithal, they don't have the the mental fortitude or the, like the willpower to go out and just do work and get to know their customer and get to be on their property and see what exactly is needing to be done in their industry. And so what I would suggest Dave literally drive around, see who has uh, fruit trees, go knock on their door and sell yourself. You say, well, couldn't I just do that via Facebook ads? Couldn't I do that via Google AdWords? Yes, you could. Uh, but why not just go see, okay, they have a fruit tree. They are a potential customer. I will walk up up to them and I will sell them. So for instance, something like for me, uh, I sell to landscapers and, and lawn care companies because I have a course around business for doing it in this industry so like in my area for instance i might have 20 30 potential customers like lawn care providers right i could literally walk into every single one of them and try to sell them i wouldn't do that because they're all my competitors and uh perhaps they would have some i I would lose some sort of an edge by giving them all my trade secrets so i don't necessarily focus on trying to market to people in my area i try to focus on all around the country and things but what what i'm saying though is i don't have a thousand customers around me that i can do a google adwords or a facebook like if, if you have customers that are 
a small percentage of your demographic. So for instance, in my local demographic, I might have 100,000 people. If, 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 if 100 of them are potential customers, and what I mean by that is like they even have a chance of buying your product or service. So for Dave, people who are potential customers are people who have fruit trees. Guess what? Not everyone has fruit trees. A small percentage of people have fruit trees. So if 3% of my 100,000 people in my area had fruit trees, my potential customer base is 3,000 people. That's going to be a little bit difficult to go knock on every single door and give them cookies or like really sell them person to person. So yes, Facebook ads might help or Google AdWords, but guess what? If it's 100, if it's 200 people in your area that are potential customers, the highest closing ratio will be if you go talk to them. Because if I guarantee you, if I go talk to to 200 local people here about mowing services, like I'm trying to sell them, you know, for us to do their maintenance uh, for their lawns. If I go talk to them out of the 200, I guarantee you my percentage would be triple five times, if not 10 times better than if I just, if they all get a Google AdWords campaign or if they all got a piece of mail, like a piece of mail on 200 people, I'm, I might be lucky to get one or two people to call me back. Um, if I went and talked to every single one, first of all, I'm going to get contact with 200 people. I'm going to get a hundred of them interested. I'm going to get 50 estimates and 25 of them would probably sign up. If I went and knocked on people's doors, gave them some, some literature, gave them a business card, introduced myself, talked to them, created a relationship. And so obviously like I can't do that because I have a hundred thousand potential customers in my area, right? I'm not going to go and knock on every single person's door. But what I'm saying is if your potential customer base is small, focus on those customers, give them all your attention, be willing to do what everyone else won't do, make them cookies, go talk to them about what they did for Christmas, go talk to them about what their needs are, what they want done, don't expect anything in return, give free estimates, go out there, work, grind, and that's what's lacking in a lot of small businesses today. So that wasn't a deep, like a super deep episode. I don't think it's anything, but I think for some people, the, it'll be the one thing that kind of clicks in their mind, like, hey, like, Yes, this is my slow season, but why can't I go out and do like these blind estimates like Mike is talking about? Why can't I go out and try this other industry like that's connected to mine and just create a branch off of my company? Why can't I market to this customer segment or this group of customers or this demographic that would love my customer, love my service or love my product? Why can't I do that? Like they're small. Like they, sometimes the, the best way to market to people is still face to face, still knocking on their door, still giving giving them a cold call, like sending emails, not so good anymore. It still kind of seems, um, your, your closing ratio is so low, but like when you get someone in front of you or on the phone is the kind of second option. If you get that point of connection, your closing ratio is incredibly higher. Yes. There's going to be, this is the reason people don't do it. This is the reason people don't do it. It's uncomfortable. It, it makes you nervous. No one wants to be in a situation. People sweat because they're nervous about talking to strangers and calling people they don't know and going on people's property who they don't know and going giving estimates to people who never asked for them. Um, but guess what? You're a business owner and you've got to make it work. This is what people don't realize as small business owners. You have your employees folk, like that rely on you for a job. You have your family that rely on you for income. You yourself, your success relies on this business doing well. So why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you be willing to put in the work, put in the grind, put in the hustle, go out and meet people, do things that are uncomfortable? Like if you get anything out of this whole episode, do things that are uncomfortable. This is Mike Annie's episode 100. 
and 36 on the Business Bootcamp Podcast. Signing off.